Wait, are you an anime fan like your brothers? No, I am not. Like to the point um, where ugh, sorry. I hate it or I just like, ah, it's just not my thing. It's not my thing. Um, I sometimes hate it depending on what kind or like what episode or what program it is. Mm -hmm. I also feel like that sounds really old to say program. <laughs> um, but I, I like Dragon Ball Z. Mm -hmm. I like Sailor Moon. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of, or I, like, I started watching Dragon Ball again, uh, but or Dragon Ball is super because my fiance is really into it. Um, I otherwise am not a fan of anime because it's just so intense, and I get that that's a part of it. Yeah. But I'm like, oh no, man! Like there are so many monologues oh, and so yeah. many emotions. Yeah. Everybody's screaming, and everyone's like, "You don't understand. You thought that you knew what I was going to be able to do, but you were wrong. I have this inherent power. Ha ha ha! Oh, I mock so you, and I have this whole history, and it's like this whole flashback thing. Yeah. It's just too, it's too much for me. Um, but I respect it as a craft. Nice. So. It's just not my cup of tea. I know this probably won't be your first uh, time hearing this, but, man, try Dr. Stone. Like, three episodes. You might as well be JP. Yeah. You well, might as well so be JP. Well, so here's the thing, though, because, you know, JP, he's a youngin', you know, and as your elder, I feel more, <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's the word? I don't want to say authority, but I, I feel more likely to get you to watch based on guilt. Right. Um, I regret to inform you that that is not the case. Uh, you about I, less than an hour of your time for three episodes, and if you don't, if you I, hate it, then it's like, yeah. No, man, I'm in school. I barely oh, have enough time to do anything. Yeah. Um, and right now, the only show that has my attention is Bridgerton. So really? uh, that's what. Yeah, yeah. Let me ask you I'm this. Let deep. me ask you this. Because I'm, in deep. I'm about to put here's an experiment that I've been running with people who like or mm -hmm. don't like Bridgerton. For, mm -hmm. I'll ask I ask them one question. <laughs> okay. Or I guess okay, let's say two because I I was gonna cheat and like have two questions roll into one, but okay. Are you a fan of Jane Austen? Uh, not particularly. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, I think like sure. But I'm not like, ooh, Jane Austen. You know, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. So, second thing, have you seen Pride and Prejudice? Uh, yeah. The yeah. Colin Firth uh, version, I guess. Oh, I don't know if I've seen the Colin Firth one. I've seen the one with, uh, I'm blanking on the actress's name. Oh, Natalie Portman, maybe? Natalie Portman, or the one who looks yes. like Natalie. Who's the other actress that... Look, I know who you're talking about. Right. There's Natalie Portman and then there's... There's Natalie Portman and then there's Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley. Oh, man. I always do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure which... Let's see. Which, who who was in what? Oh, it was Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley was in it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I Pirates just Googled of the, it. Uh, <laughs> Caribbean. Mm -hmm. Caribbean? Caribbean? Ugh, yeah. So many questions. I'm more, I'm more partial to the Caribbean. Um, I saw that it definitely has some Pride and Prejudice vibes. Mm. It also has some uh, To All the Boys I Ever Loved vibes. Wait, what is that? Too. Have you seen that? That's on Netflix. To All the Boys I've Ever Loved. Yeah, or To All the Boys. Yeah. To All the Boys. Um, that sounds like something that's in my queue. Yeah, yeah. it's really popular and it's a rom com. <gasps> they have done three movies and. Uh, they're all good. They're all I really like them. 
And honestly, I feel like, man, this gives me hope for like the next generation that they're going to have something positive and like low-key wholesome, you know, what? to... We are not yeah, talking about the same Bridgerton, are we? No, 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 no. I'm talking about To All the Boys. Oh, okay. To All the Boys, So it's like yeah. age-appropriate and all that? of course. Yeah, it feels age-appropriate. Uh, Bridgerton most definitely not <laughs> something I would want my kids to watch uh, at you know, a certain age. So yeah, but to all the boys, watch it first, see what you think. I think it would be a great thing to watch with your 16 year old. Oh, sweet. So I, I am not a fan of Bridgerton. That's understandable. It's not for everybody. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I tried. I don't know if I watched like with my wife and she has a heavy influence on me. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) there are some things. Does she like it? No, no. Oh, she so I don't know if she like she influenced me or not, but because this happens before, to where I, I'm mm-hmm. very you know dogmatic about this is the greatest movie show whatever, and then she'll be like, yeah, but did you pay attention to this? You know, I didn't really like this thing and that thing. And it's like, you know what? I don't like this movie anymore. How does she do that? Yeah, she just like piecewise, you know, took me down. All the yeah. on Netflix. All right, well. Welcome back to What The Frap. I'm your host, Jay Zilla, and I have with me today... Go ahead and introduce yourself. I don't think I can do it justice. No, you're fine. My name is Frankie Williams. Uh, yeah, it's me. <laughs> Maybe I should have warned you about that. See, I like, you know, just get the conversation rolling, and then boom, intro to the show, and then boom, we're in it. That's good. Look back. That's good. Yes, yeah. wow. So, how are you? I know it's been a while. We were talking about last time we saw each other. It's like vacation Bible school 107 years ago, I think. 107 yeah, and a half. It was 102. Two. See, my memory's starting to go. Yeah. yeah. So what yeah. have you been up to since, since vacation Bible school? A lot. A lot. <laughs> um, uh, I actually left teaching and uh, that was my career for a while when I was in vacation Bible school, teaching vacation Bible school, I had not yet started my teaching career. And then boom, eight and a half years later, um, I finished my teaching career. And now I'm in school at Chatham University to get my master's in food studies. And it's in Pittsburgh. Well, you really preemptive, preempted that question. Pittsburgh. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was I? like, where is that? <laughs> so say the, say the name of the school again. Yes, the name of the school is Chatham oh, University. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Chat U? Because I literally just heard chat and just kind of blanked out. Because once you hear chat, it's like, oh, I it's know. Chattanooga, Tennessee. Like, obviously. There's, oh, <laughs> there's right. nothing else in the world that right. starts with chat. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it's um, it is formerly uh, a, a women's college that was converted uh, into a uh, what was it? Like, what would be the word for that? I'm at the end of my day so, here, so no, I know, I vocabulary know. Yeah, so <laughs> escaping me. It went from being uh, an all women's college and converted to a uh, co-ed. Thank you. That's the word. Co-ed. Yes, it's co-ed now. Um, and it switched over to being co-ed in 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the food studies program here is really cool because they focus on sustainability. And my courses take place on this big-ass farm um, in Gibsonia, Pennsylvania, which is like 40 minutes away from where That's I live. That's made up. And uh, well, so I nope. know, I know technically all Gibsonia. words are made up. Gibsonia. <laughs> Gibsonia. That's the name of the place. I know it does sound made up, right? Well, that's like Mel Gibson came into town. It's like, I hereby claim that this, this, yeah. pro- this property yeah. is Gibsonia. 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 Yeah. Yes. It is, uh, I don't know if I would say it's that epic. Um, but it is a beautiful place to learn. Um, it's a bunch of farmland. Um, it's the campus was formerly a dairy farm, um, and they still have the barn on campus. We don't have any cattle at this point, but we do have goats and chickens. And we did have a goose at one point, but I think we no longer do. Ooh, did y'all pick um, the goose or? Dun, dun, dun. I don't know. I think something happened to it in the forest on one right. of the trails. You have I'm some, not like, entirely frog sure. Or, am I even saying that right? Can I be made with a goose? I, yeah, that can. Mm-hmm. You fatten the liver of it yeah. to make foie gras. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And there's like an apiary on campus and they uh, tap for maple as well. Um, and the whole farm is all organic it's really neat. I can't wait for tomato season to start because mm. the best tomatoes that I've had in my life come from this campus. So I'm really excited. That sounds incredible. So first I want to go back. Apiary. Is that to do with bees? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Sherlock yes. Holmes. You get 300 points. Oh, that's fantastic. Watch Dr. Stone. <laughs> that's a whole thing in the show. Like 10 billion points to you. You know what I mean? Okay, JP. Okay. Uh, okay. No, but so on the farm, I can't even imagine. So it's a regular campus, but it's like just located on a farm, and you get to mm-hmm. also utilize any resources there, like any plants or herbs or all of it. Yeah. So the students, you can take a position or volunteer um, and work on the farm just to get some hands-on experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, the campus is fairly new, and it's pretty state-of-the-art it's actually LEED certified so it's energy efficient Mm. um they've engineered it so like uh with with groundwater and everything like that irrigates things and um we have an orchard on campus too uh um they actually do um aquaponics as well with fish so that's another aquaponics yeah, I am mm-hmm. learning so much. This is great. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really neat. Um, and then like whenever there's extra vegetables, like we get dibs on that. But a lot of it gets donated to. They actually have a separate plot to go towards 
um, the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank uh, to help support people who are food insecure. Wow. So it's a it's a lot of really cool projects happening on the campus and a lot of um, neat opportunities for employment mm. and, and learning. So I really like it. That is great. So what made you go into food studies? I love food. Um, Fair enough. And I, yeah, yeah. I felt like I had learned enough or as much as I wanted to learn mm. uh, with teaching. And I wanted to try something different. Um, I like I, I wanted to switch up my routine. Uh, and I really, really liked teaching. It was very rewarding. Um, I made some amazing friends. Children are obviously hilarious and uh, such interesting people. So, um, but I wanted to do something different mm -hmm. and um, I decided to use my teaching experience and career as a means to explore food. So first I went into the Peace Corps in Nicaragua and worked as an environmental volunteer. And um, that was how I learned how to plant food. And I, I say that like very loosely, like I wouldn't loosely. consider myself an expert no by any means. Huh? No, I, uh, uh -oh. Uh -oh. we're talking about like a, maybe like a sage. It's not like a bright green, but it's, you know, right. it's coming along. Yeah, it's coming yeah, along. Yeah. Um, I don't water all of the plants in the house. My fiance does. I'm, I'm like the collector of things and he's the curator. caretaker of the things that caretaker. I collect. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Curator. That's better. That's curator. Better. Curator. Mm -hmm. That is awesome. But, yeah. So that taught me um, a lot about growing my own food mm -hmm. and then, um, interested me in sustainability and uh i saw that chatham was a program that focused on that with food studies uh and i applied and here i am that's awesome i love that <laughs> you went to school for a thing you got a job in that thing and then you're just moving along you're thinking huh I'm pretty fulfilled. I want to try something else. Let's just go for it. You know, that is amazing in itself. Uh, I mean, how much fear were you dealing with? No, you're welcome. How much fear goes into that, that you have to kind of just uh, get over? Uh, well, my I think my biggest fear was doing Peace Corps. That's something that I kind of ran away from for a mm. while. Uh, because Wait, let me it interrupt you. What dream. do you mean by run away? Yeah. I wanna... um, it had been my dream for a while, but it also scared me mm. because I would be away from my family. I'd be in a foreign country. I'd have to learn a new language. I didn't fully feel competent at um, my role as a teacher. I applied after. The first time I applied was after my first year of teaching. Ooh. And I was at a really nice charter school mm -hmm. where I didn't want for school supplies. I had all the parents like the parental support that a teacher could ask for. Um, I had autonomy, like no one was breathing down my neck telling me like, these are the standards, teach to the test. <laughs> you must you know, teach it wasn't this. like that. Yeah, yeah it, it wasn't It wasn't like that. And I'm like, if I can barely teach in this environment, what makes me think that I deserve to go elsewhere and teach with less resources mm. when I don't know what I'm doing and I don't know what I'm getting myself into and I don't even speak the language. So I stayed teaching uh, 
in Atlanta for about three more years. Mm -hmm. And then I applied again. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and, uh, and wait, 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 I we got could actually cut that and... out. I'm, I'm that awesome. Oh, okay. We're not live. <laughs> you ready? You're going to go back in yeah. with, uh, let's start with the language or no, 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 no. You stayed in Atlanta. Go from there. Yeah. And, so and I, action. <laughs> so I stayed in Atlanta and, uh, Continued to teach for three more years, and then I reapplied to Peace Corps and got in and had the most amazing, hard experience of my life and uh, came out. Wow. So what, besides the language and being away from family and all the myriad of things you just listed, what was one of the biggest, um, I don't want to say crisis, but, you know, Situations that you came across that you were could be physically afraid or just emotionally or just like, you know, like you said, I don't know about my level of competence, you know, what was a big mm. fear? A big fear that I had to get over to serve or no, no, just like just a big... while you were serving. While I was serving. Because you said um, you like, I got over it, I did it and I made it through. So that, yeah. yeah. Um, the... I would say the biggest hurdle and hardship that I faced while serving was uh, street harassment. Street harassment? Um, yeah, getting catcalled all the time. Oh. All the time. And it's just like, over time, it eats away at you. Like, I am not an object. I'm a person. Right. And I understand what you're saying to me. And you, you have to choose in each moment, like, do I engage? Do... I ignore and pretend like I don't understand what's being said. Right. Uh, like what, are, what are my options here? Right. I'm also a guest in someone else's country right. and I'm representing the people of the United States. Do I show my ass right now? Like I just act a fool right. or do I hold my head up high and keep it moving? You know, um, what'd you end up doing? But it was a mixture of it was a mixture okay. of different things. Uh, it just depended on the situation. It depended on my like level, uh, like my threshold for stress during that day. Mm. Most of the time, I would just keep walking and not say anything. Um, but it was hard. There were a lot of amazing things mm -hmm. about living uh, in Nicaragua, but that was the hardest to deal with. Because it's like, oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It just yeah. was very, very demeaning yeah. um, to have to experience that on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, Is that a culture so, thing? Like, uh, uh, yeah, a part, a part of it is. It, a part of it is. I mean, we, but we also have like the same issue here in the U.S. in some areas. Mm -hmm. You know, like a similar thing could happen in New York or uh in multiple places within this country right. but it most definitely is a part of the culture uh there in 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 in, in some parts mm -hmm. like if you go to the atlantic coast um i was placed on the pacific coast of nicaragua mm -hmm. but on the atlantic coast what uh there's a a city called bluefields and it is predominantly black mm. um and street harassment wasn't, a, you know, it wasn't a thing there. Hmm. 
and so I don't, I don't know why, I don't know what the shift was, but, um, it was, it was just a different, it was a different vibe. So, uh, I think it's a likeness yeah. thing because it's like, Hey, she just looks like a, you know, she's just another black lady, you know, versus oh. you having a more exotic feel for I mean, on the other coast where there's not as many black people. No, because it even happens to um, like mestizo or indigenous uh, women who look like they're Nicaraguan. It's it happens to them too. Okay. Where I was, yeah. So it, um, I think it might be like a culture of that particular region, mm. and less so of like having to do with race. But I was most definitely exoticized because of my race mm. and because of you know being american so it's just like a mixture of That's different nuts. things like i can't I'm, as yeah. i'm sitting here i'm listening to them like i can't even imagine it sounds almost cartoonish because there's a mm. i have a you know i always kind of so when i'm cat called like it's just funny <laughs> to me mm-hmm. because it's so few mm-hmm. and far in between and I, I can't take any of it seriously like yeah right get out of here you know mm-hmm. but um my <laughs> My wife and I were talking about uh, talking with one with another person. I want to put them on blast because I always thought mm-hmm. like maybe it's funny because I think it's it's just uh, it's not something that really happens. But right. then uh, they were sharing. You know, I asked someone how did they meet their significant other, and they was like, "Man, I was just walking down the streets in in Atlanta." You know what I'm saying? And and literally he like was bumping music and you know like stuck his head. I was like, "Hey, what's up, my?" You know, just whatever line that was used. I can't remember exactly. But yeah. her being like, kind of like, all right, what's up? And then him pulling around and that started a long-term relationship. So it's like, yeah. so it actually exists. And because my next question is, that doesn't work on anybody, does it? But yeah, yeah, apparently it does. So I couldn't imagine I, I your it... perspective of seeing it as like so, you know, fearful and just anxious, a lot of anxiety in it, you know, I hate that happen. Yeah. Yeah, it was, um, it wasn't like, hey, what's up? Or it wasn't like, hey, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. It was talking about my body. Oh. It was talking about like what they wanted to do to me. You know, it was, Whoa. it was disrespectful. Yeah. It was a different, it was a different level. I've been like walking down the streets before and somebody has been, you know, yeah. um, I remember I was in New York and I had gotten my hair done mm-hmm. and I, before, before then I had my hair tied. It was a mess. I had my hair tied up in a rubber band uh-huh. because I didn't have any kind of hair tie. And I put this I put this hat down over it and my hair was still kind of wet. Uh-huh. Um, and then after I went to the salon, it was I got it straightened and it was just like blowing in the wind. <laughs> it was beautiful. I was in Harlem. Oh, it was wow. amazing. And then but I was like, I don't want my curls to get blown out. So I went to go put my hat on. And then I also remembered like, oh, my hat's a little bit damp. I don't want to like, you know, mess up my hair. Mm. And this man was, he was in his car that was parked. And he was like, don't you put that hat on, girl. You look gorgeous. You hold your head up high and you walk, you walk, yeah, girl. Yeah. And I was like, okay, thank you. Like that was, that was more that motivational was speech. a positive thing. That was a motivational <laughs> speech. Yeah, it was like, that made me feel good. Like I didn't want to put my hat on anyway, but my hair, like, I, like my hair did look nice. And he wasn't like talking about, you know, he was talking about a physical attribute, but it wasn't like, I wasn't yeah, being sexualized, wasn't you know, right. it wasn't explicit. And so that was nice. And that was like, oh, wow, thank you. Thanks, my brother. You thanks know, it was brother. it was more it was more positive. Yeah. But 
um, the 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 street harassment was a it was a different mm. thing. Um, it was it was disrespectful and it made me uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, um, and it's also like I'm I don't know how to respond to this because this isn't my culture. Like I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to mm-hmm. integrate. Um, so what do some of the yeah. other women do? I don't spend a lot of time on this, but this is what happens. I get curious. No, uh, no what that's some of the, What were some of the, I guess, native Nicaraguan women? women? Yeah. I'm not going to yeah, try to say that. I mean, like you said it too well. <laughs> they, um, sometimes they would ignore it. Sometimes they, they like it. I think it's just as different as, it is uh here it depends on it depends on the woman yeah. you know um but yeah like in the past when i remember i was with my host mom in training mm. and this man came up to me and uh was like like talking to me and stuff and my my host mom was like kind of embarrassed with the way that he was talking to me yeah. and so she was just like kind of igno- trying to ignore him and I, I didn't fully understand the language at that time so I was like trying to be respectful I was like oh hi oh da, 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 da. and then I was like oh this is kind of feeling kind of weird mm. and then I'm like watching her body language and then like watching the um the body language of her uh nephew and niece who were like laughing and like oh my god look what he like he just said something and yeah. I'm like oh this they're laughing at this situation like this shouldn't be cool and so it's a lot of like trying to read the situation and figure out when you don't know the language as well um what's going on but it also just depends on the woman i mean that's and what's being said yeah so just like anywhere else Mm -hmm. that's nuts man that's nuts i was just talking um to someone else about my wife's you know my wife having an issue with being afraid to go to like the laundry room where we lived in a place that you know and the laundry room was like literally right under us and Mm -hmm. so it was literally just a matter of walking downstairs using the key you know doing your laundry walking back upstairs she's coming in she's like panicked and you know breathing hard and it's like what's the matter she was like i don't know i just got really scared just now i was like of what Mm -hmm. it's like well i was doing laundry somebody was walking down like the corridor area or whatever you know and, Mm -hmm. and she's like she's just kind of panicked a little bit i was like you know it's just never you know crossed my mind that you know that's something that you guys have to deal with so i can't even yeah i'm just like i'm going to the laundry room and back you know that's nothing but yeah. for her it was like an experience because she just didn't know yeah. yeah i gotta plan your escape and see what the see where right, your exits right. are this whole and be strategic about your time mm-hmm. walk in groups keep your keys in your hands it's like this is a whole other kind of world. And, you know, it's just, yeah. it's not very fair, you know? Yeah. It was, it was really nice to have the support of the male volunteers. Mm. Um, when, you know, cause we would receive training about like how this was going to happen. Oh. It is a part of, you know, the, uh, the culture here. And one of the ways that you can be an ally as a man is to stand up for, you know, uh, for your female counterparts and um sometimes like uh you know if a guy was was cat calling you or something like that mm-hmm. then a, a a guy volunteer would be like turn around and be like oh thank you and then you know <laughs> uh then the person like no i wasn't talking to you i was talking ah, you know yeah. so it would kind of make it also um a little funny at that point too but yeah 
it was intense. That's good. So I want to get back to food. I know this is a horrible, horrific, lazy transition. That's okay. <laughs> that is all right. But okay, food. Food. I, I listen to your podcast, mm-hmm. which um is fantastic. I need you to to oh. keep it going. Right. I know school has been so crazy, but I do want to get back to it. And we want to figure out the technological side of things because my, uh, my co-founder is in Costa Rica right now. And we were trying to figure out the best way to record ourselves and have a conversation. Mm. So it sounds good because if it's a podcast, there's no visual component Mm. to entertain people. Like it's literally just in your ear. Right. And there were some times when we would record and the sound would just be off and we didn't want to, uh, you know, we didn't want to produce something that was, that was not, uh, up to your standards, not right. the best, not up to our standards. Yeah. And we also just had, well, I can only speak for myself. I've been completely overwhelmed with school, <laughs> with school. <laughs> um, and so it's something that I, I do hope that we can return to. Mm. It's not something that, I can return to right now right. because school I'm like, I'm paying to be here and um, I love what we have created mm-hmm. and I I want to get back to it. And I'm excited to be in a place where I can get back to it yeah. and then not be like, Oh no, I have to do this too. <laughs> you know, right. um, in your own time, because it's something that brings exactly. It's something that brings me a lot of joy and like, I have a lot of fun with, so I want to be in that mindset of like, let's have fun again. Like, let's have some good conversation. Like, let's talk about it. Um, but yeah, that's yeah. Open wide, Nana, the podcast. Mm-hmm. Pray for us, y'all. Oh my goodness, yeah. <laughs> Go check out those episodes. You're on Spotify, right? Yeah. So Spotify. Anytime I listen to a podcast or watch something on YouTube or a movie or TV show or even listen to a song. And anytime I have to like pause it to like, you know, Google something and that, I guess that, uh, that way of, of viewing or listening to something be, when that becomes interactive, that's how mm-hmm. you know it's something good, right? And worthwhile. Mm-hmm. And your show is mm-hmm. definitely up there because I'm just like, oh, what is this? Like, oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> you know? And I'm constantly <laughs> salivating. It's crazy. But talk to me about how y'all kind of came up with the format. And um, just kind of how you bounce from like, all right, we're doing this food, but listen, let me talk about this political thing. And then just, it just goes in and out. I I love it. Yeah. So um, we found that our chemistry as friends and as femmes and foodies uh, was, it felt like electric to both of us. And, um, you know, like we would, just stay up and talk all the time about, um, I think the complexity that's within food and what it means to identity and culture and politics as well, because it's all related. Um, and then we're like, okay, we should record this. And we should, we love what we're talking about. Like if if we love it, other people will love it too, you know? And, um, then we're like, okay, so what's our, what would be the theme? Like, how would we, how would we, uh, center ourselves, um, on each episode? (laughs) Like what could we always come back to? And, uh, Arika, 
the co-founder um, also has experience with podcasts um, and with blog writing as well. She is a certified yoga instructor. She oh. um, has a background in education and psychology. She is like an amazing spiritual womanist, who, queen, goddess. Um, and <laughs> titles, titles. Yeah, the, yeah, titles on titles on titles. She loves to travel. She loves to eat. And um, she just loves life and soaks it up. So we were sitting down one day and talking about like what our themes could be. Mm. We knew that we wanted it to be one of them to be education mm. um, because learning about food is um, one of the things that we like to focus on. Um, and one like with me going back to school, it made sense. And with her traveling and learning more about new cultures and the way that people from different cultures eat, it also made sense. And then ecstasy, because obviously food, like, will take you there. So um, spiritual. Like, so spiritual. And I'm not even trying to be you know? funny. Like, I do feel like, yeah. man, if you get the right thing at the right moment with the right, you know, people and all that stuff, it's just, it's good. Yeah. 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 I've been brought to tears before because of how good something oh, I want what has you're been. Yeah, so we sat down and talked about the things that we wanted to focus on uh, for our podcast. The first one being education, because I was going back to school to learn more about food. Ari was learning about food through her travels and through immersing herself in different cultures mm -hmm. and cuisines. Um, and then ecstasy, because, of course, food is a sensory delight and it will take you there. Um, and it, it is about pleasure too. Like it does, it does bring, bring us pleasure. And then the last one is empowerment because social activism is something I think that permeates whatever, uh, whatever field you're in. And it also is true when it comes to food. Mm. And it also felt very timely given the presidency that we were under, given everything that was happening with Black Lives Matter um, during that time, which was like June of June, May, mm. July of 2020. Um, and so I was like, we have no choice but to talk about what's going on, right. um, especially, you know, ble being black women. So, um, yeah, those are our three E's. The three E's. I definitely love that, man. We're going to, I can't let you just mosey on past the president we were under. You know, but which is interesting. Yeah. Because I don't know if you watched like uh, the late show with Colbert. Um, mm -hmm. He has this thing clips. where he like, clips. Yeah, clips. No, no problem. It's, it works. He still gets paid <laughs> somehow, I promise you. So yeah. um, they bleep out his name. Like it'll be like T and then a bunch of asterisks and maybe a P. Thank God. Just to make sure like we don't want to invoke this character again. No. It's like yeah. it's serious candyman vibes. Yeah, man. Um Ooh. it's it's not cool. And I, I hate that his name is also something uh it's also a verb. And I'm like, oh yeah. like whenever I play spades, I'm like, oh <laughs> this is the best card. <laughs> right. <laughs> My card ascends past your card. <laughs> it you know? transcends all of the cards. Yeah. I'm just, oof. I don't even know if I want to use transcend because it still uses like a TR. But, oh, ugh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. But that's that's so cool, though. Like, 
because what I think my wife really kind of brought this to my attention. You know, um, mm -hmm. she's the wordsmith in the house and the well-read one. So she's mm -hmm. like constantly teaching me like little, <laughs> little micro like, uh, I don't know, classes. And um, yeah. oh, okay, I'm getting some Forrest Gump vibes, right? Like mama always <laughs> knew how to talk to me, you know, that sort of thing. But I, I always get something from it. And what she has kind yeah. of observed is that as soon as he lost and, you know, the actual thing happened and all, you know, a huge portion of Q just is flat mm -hmm. wrong, right? So it left people with this yeah. like, what, what do I do now? You know? Mm -hmm. And so they're just kind of like falling by the wayside and going back to the like dark corners that are less and less emboldened. It's, it's wonderful. Yeah. I mean, except, I mean, it, you know, gun violence has gone up now and we're still having you know, violence against, uh, the quote-unquote others, right? Black, yeah. brown, Asian, just anyone. Um, yeah. What do we, like, how, I don't even know how to, I don't even have a question for it. It's just like, I just need to vent for a minute. <laughs> no, that's fine. I, I also felt like I had just taken down a tight ponytail that I had had in my head for oh, the past four years. That's good. And, like, my earrings and a headband like it could all come off and i'm like oh i can finally breathe and not to say that the president that we have now is perfect you know um but the sense of relief and like semblance that somebody with some sense is going to be in this office now um and we can you know yeah we can hopefully get back to uh living a normal life and then continue to advance further yeah. that gave me a lot of hope and relief right. when when <laughs> the election results came out i didn't even feel real first of all <laughs> like it just kind of felt like i think i was so desensitized to right. being shocked all the time by what was happening in the news i was like oh okay we're done and then it was like wait a minute we're like we're done. We're Wait, done. Are you like, talking about done. like election night? Or are you talking about week later? Like Oh, I was you... talking about week later. Okay, yeah. Week later. Cause then also like with being in school, like we're just like, okay, right. you know, this is really intense. Right. Oh, there's a lot of things going on and I can't really focus. Yeah. Um, because we don't have any results yet. Right. Um and then when the results actually came out a week later it started to like hit me in waves. And then I went, like I went outside. I don't remember, I was like running an errand or something. Mm -hmm. And people were like, we're dancing in the streets. They had bells, yeah. they had all kinds of things. And I was like, this is a happy time. Like I can, like I can celebrate this. Oh, and I had turned on Shaka Khan and Whitney Houston. And I just like was singing in my car at the top of my lungs and honking my horn. Yeah. And Nati and I ended up dancing in the square that night we went out to dinner like there was like an outdoor seating place mm -hmm. um that was social distancing and um we went out to dinner and celebrated and then afterwards like the block over a couple two like, two or three blocks over from right. us um whenever the the crosswalk sign would come on people would just i mean they were blasting music and they would run into the streets and dance for like 15 seconds mm -hmm. and then recede back to the corner and we did that for like ten times before going back, um, going back home. What and was yeah, that you had to run? <laughs> did it ever get ran? What? <laughs> did what get ran? 
Oh, I, oh yeah, it did. I couldn't tell you what it oh, was. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't tell you what I was I doing. Um, but uh, yeah, I ended up handling what I needed to handle and being able to celebrate the rest of the day. That's awesome. Man, I just, yeah. and I love how, what is it about? Because is it a safe assumption as far as assumptions can be safe to, that you were liberal? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I would describe myself as a like a progressive liberal. Ooh. Um but yeah, yeah, I am um pro choice, pro women. I'm I identify as a feminist. I think I'm I have a lot to learn, mm -hmm. but uh uh I am I don't want to be like those front yard signs that said like no one needs illegal, black lives right. matter. You know, like um close all the or open up all the borders and all that stuff but that's that's all that's what i believe um love is love mm -hmm. you can love anybody and we all deserve to live our lives right. as we see fit as long as it's not harming people you know like just let people live their right. lives and mind your business leave people alone right. so i'm not so, i'm not an engineer but i took some engineering courses and mm -hmm. one of the first ones they make you take is like the environmental slash social uh, morality courses or whatever right like basically mm -hmm. saying that anything that you're going to draft or create or have built in your name you need to make sure it doesn't harm the people right it doesn't harm mm -hmm. the environment right mm -hmm. all these you know morality checks i guess and it's mm -hmm. just like how did we uh, get to a point where we just threw all that out the window? You know, you know what? Scratch that Excuse question. Me. Here's another one because I know we're short on time. So here's okay. another question. You as a liberal, you you said something uh, to the effect of, you know, well, but he's not perfect. But what is it about us liberals that feel the need to, you know, I got to preface this with he's not a perfect person. I don't agree with everything he does. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what is it about our side that has mm. the urge to do that? I don't know. I I don't want to fake the funk like Biden is, you know, like the guy, yeah. you know, <laughs> he I think that yeah. he was the most likely to win. Mm -hmm. And I would have. <laughs> uh -oh, I was gonna say like I would have voted for King Kong to get that dude out, but I, I like I don't know. I just we needed to we needed to uh, we needed to change things out, mm -hmm. and it was time to like close ranks and get back to a certain level of stasis. Right. Um, and like I don't think that he is as progressive as I would like him to be. I'm still waiting on my student loans be paid off like paid them off but there are a lot <laughs> you of, know there are a lot of problems that are probably more urgent right oh yeah but, um, absolutely i and feel you um, me too <laughs> yeah do that um can we oh let me i need to charge my phone because it's 10 uh percent -oh. <laughs> maybe no the third person in the row we've basically like i told the other two i said don't plug it in let's you know let's go with this <laughs> yeah <laughs> literally um with the last one she was like all right you got seven percent i don't know what you want me to do it's like just keep talking <laughs> it's okay <laughs> just keep going it was so fun though i don't know why <laughs> so weird 
Let me see. Take your time, sister. Yeah, let me. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can. You around birds? You have birds there? I'm, I'm by the window, and there's a tree by the window. So that yeah, and it's, and it's spring, you know? I am so happy I got that on camera. I, I may Here, have to, to just play. let it loop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just let it be a, you know, what do you call it? Just let it loop and let it just be a, one of those calming videos or whatever. My daughter swears by shifting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my yeah. goodness. So you good? Yeah, sometimes when you wake up in the morning, it'll be like you can hear the birds chirping, and it's like, na 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 na. Disney reigns supreme in this house. We are anime fans, but like Disney definitely is the you know cream of the top there. So that's exactly yeah. what I thought. Like some you know Snow White, Cinderella sort of thing. Yeah, <laughs> that, is, that is awesome. Where are you, by the way? I'm in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Oh. In Squirrel Hill, in the neighbor, in the Squirrel Hill neighborhood, right. Gibsonia. You know, I used to think <laughs> that I was an, a great active listener. I think I am, but it's the memory <laughs> thing that's starting to slip a little bit. Same. Where same. are you? It's like oh, we talked about this for fifteen minutes, but well, to be fair, to be fair, Gibsonia is where my school is. Ooh. Where I live is in Pittsburgh, in the. Sh- the Squirrel Hill neighborhood. Squirrel Hill. That sounds fancy. That sounds like y'all it, don't have cracks in your like <laughs> in the y'all's asphalt. <laughs> it's a little. It's a little bouge. It's a. It's a really. Congratulations. It's a, it's a really nice area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I see the curls. You ain't got to get all up on the camera. No, I just was leaning forward because it's hot. It's hot. We haven't turned on the AC. And so I'm like, I'm going to let this wind hit my back so I don't like start profusely sweating. I hear that. We're almost (laughs) done here. One more question, I guess. And then we can do some Mm -hmm. promos and shout outs and whatnot. And I didn't know you were engaged. Congratulations. Ah, thank you. Oh, you know what? Wait, we're going to put that in the show. So, yes, I do feel relieved that we have a different regime. It's obviously changed a lot of things. It's going to yeah. take time to change a lot of things. But yeah, I think what the pandemic showed is that, well, for one thing, we don't have to have a thousand, I mean, a gajillion cars on the road trying to commute, hitting each other, Ugh. flicking each other off, and before yeah. we get to work. That's nuts. Right. I know. So hopefully this, know. you know, fingers crossed this whole thing because I love it at home, you know. Uh, so hopefully this yeah. sticks with these employers. The other thing is, um, really, I don't know. How do I want to say this? Realizing that if push comes to shove, we can just open the wallet and get some things taken care of, mm-hmm. you know, if you look at even the development of this uh, vaccination, you know, that's a lot of mm-hmm. resources. That's a lot of time. You know, mm-hmm. it usually takes, you know, five years or whatever. And, you know, but once we all got together and said, hey, let's get this done, we got it done. The vaccination yeah. rate is ridiculous. You know, it's just like, come on, keep opening yeah. that wallet. And so now with this new bill coming out, he's trying to, you know, add some things. And I'm like, come on, student loans. Come on. American poverty, you know, yeah. like we still have kids who go to bed hungry in this country, you know, who yeah. don't have the pro- appropriate resources. And even if you try to implement implement some things in certain neighborhoods, 
like maybe with this, you know, going to school at home thing, they got everybody a Chromebook, but not everybody has internet. You know, like right. open that checkbook, mm-hmm. man. And each one of us feeling a little bit better about it. I think it's seventy plus percent who are just like, yeah, go for it, fix all this, everything, infrastructure, everything. You know, so I'm really hopeful. Yeah, keep spending that money. I I hope so too, and I yeah I I hope that this. I don't know. <laughs> I I have hope, and then I also am a cynic. Um, oh, so I, I, I hope that we continue to learn from this situation and help the people who are most in need. Mm. Um, and yeah, yeah, that's what, that's what I hope. I'm, I'm going to try to be positive. <laughs> nice. So final question. I try to ask this of all of my guests. If you were mm-hmm. a car personified, okay, what vehicle would you be and why? Oh, that's hard because I know what my dream car is, but I don't think that's who I am. Ooh, maybe that's something you can aspire to be. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, oh, to be honest, I'm probably like somebody's Subaru hatchback. <laughs> Why? Are we talking utility? Like, you know, what is it? Uh, well... So apparently with Subarus, when they're manufactured, nothing goes to waste. They use every single piece. And I try to um, I try to be cognizant of of things, of material things, especially now with like focusing more on sustainability. Um, and I don't know, I think that that is like, I think Subarus, when I think of that, I think it's like somebody who's, you know, responsible, they care, they, they're they trying. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's a, that's, that's what I think of. Yeah. That is awesome. Now, so you mentioned earlier a fiance. I wasn't yeah. aware of this. Congratulations. Can we see the, uh, ooh. Oh, ooh. Yeah. Is that a princess cut? It is a princess cut. Look at me. It's a princess cut. It's Morganite. Um, I didn't want a diamond there. Diamonds on the side, mm-hmm. uh, but I love it. It's pink, Ooh. and I wish I, sh- I, I wish I would have. I should have cleaned it because no, it's, it's not fine. like clean it and send me a picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Well, congratulations. Yeah. So what what would he describe you as? Because you were very, you know, logical and very uh, conservative with your oh. with your description of yourself. <laughs> if he were to describe me, though. It probably would be like, uh, like a doom buggy or a, a four wheeler <laughs> or something yeah. that's like going off the rails but holding on and like kicking up a lot of dust. Everything is duct tape and just barely mess. held together. <laughs> yeah, going way too fast no, and doesn't no. really know fully where they're going, but it's just like along for the ride. Oh my um, goodness. You're, listen, yeah. I'm going to have to bug you to come back to the show. This isn't enough time. What do you say? <laughs> Can I get you a commitment? Yeah. Even if it's like a year Absolutely. or two down the road, just whenever you're, <laughs> you just, just email me. We'll do. I'll make time. This was fantastic. <laughs> we need to talk about your education. I know. So what are we sorry. what are we doing? We we master something? We doctor something? What are we what are we shooting for? We're mastering masters in food studies. Oh my goodness. Twenty twenty two. So you can like wait, are you a chef or can you cook? What what's the deal? I'm I can cook. I am not a chef. Hmm. 
Um, I have thought about going to culinary school after this because my goal is to be a food expert of sorts. Like, have you ever seen the TV show Chef's Table? Yes. On Netflix? Yes. Ooh, so like a critic, like a food critic. Yes, like a food critic because I do want to write. But I think the thing is, is like I want to have... I want to be able to stand fully in my opinion. Mm. And I don't feel like I know enough about food yet to be like, mm, that's not good. Oh my goodness. This is better. <laughs> this you know, is like, better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I just, I want to have, I want to know what I'm talking about. And I, like, I don't want to be the chef who's featured on the show. I want to be the commentator mm-hmm. that's like, let me tell you why what they're doing is incredible. Alton Brain. I, I'm witnessing this. Yeah. Is it Brain or Brown? Alton Food Network. Oh, Alton Brown. Is it Brown? Yeah. Alton Brown. I yeah. love him because it's always like, okay. Here's here's the science behind it. And I'm like, ooh, yeah. geeky stuff. I like it. He he is. You know, I didn't really like his show growing up because I would I would put on uh, Food Network all the time yeah. um, when I worked as a barista because in the coffee shop it wasn't political. And it's like everybody, it's just something easy to watch right, and to right. have on, like on in the background, yeah. you know, and also entertaining if you choose to focus on it. But um, I appreciate him more now for understanding the science behind things. And I also loved him on Top Chef. Mm. So Okay. See that? Oh, you just got to come back. Yeah, come back. I'd be happy to. Fantastic. So last word, promos or shout outs or anything, go for it. Y'all pray for us. Pray that this semester just ends well. Um, and um, follow Open Wide Nana. Uh, I will be posting again. Arika will be posting again. Uh, there's a pin in the podcast for now, but it is something that is very near and dear to our hearts. And we want to return to it. Um, it's been a lot of fun to produce. And I'm looking forward to making more jokes and having more conversations and uh yeah so i I think that's it all right frankie williams (laughs) thank you so much for joining me thank you (laughs) 